welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the politically and culturally misunderstood lady or gent. We're your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. And today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, including the trans issue, dating, body image, and we always like to start with our patented culture shock moment. Take it away, Nat. Yes, yeah, so as many of you know, Russia is invading Ukraine, but we are not going to be talking about the nitty-gritty details. In fact, we're going to be kind of switching gears and talking about some of the reactions we've seen and whether or not they are justified. Of course, we believe everyone's entitled to their opinion, but we kind of like to go with, you know, if, if, you, if you don't know enough about a topic, it's probably for the best not to speak about it. Zip it. Yeah, so and so for example, you know, we've seen the truckers convoy, the freedom convoy uh, has been passing through Canada and, and we saw that resulted in the Emergencies Act being invoked by Prime, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. So interesting to see a lot of the same people uh, posting in support of Ukraine now said nothing during the truckers convoy. Yes. So maybe we should talk about how that's insane. Well. The fact that Christian Freeland and Mayor of Toronto John Tory were out marching in the streets in solidarity with the Ukrainian people, you know, cool. Yeah, sure. March for something that you believe in. That's cool. It's just like, hmm, remind me, how many weeks ago was it that Christia Freeland was on the, the TV talking about how she was going to freeze the bank accounts of anyone who was uh, at the Freedom Convoy mm -hmm. or who donated to it? seems a little hypocritical. Yeah, and it's also interesting that Justin Trudeau has been tweeting about democracy and freedom, yet I guess he doesn't own a mirror or something because, <laughs> like we mentioned, he invoked the Emergencies Act, which basically gave the police like dictatorship ownership over the truckers' convoy. Yes, so it seems like he's super pro-protest, pro-freedom, pro-democracy, but only for people who are living in Eastern Europe. Yeah, and why do you think so many people in Canada who were silent in the wake of the convoy are now speaking out about Ukraine? Well, you literally just said this before we started. Sean Penn told them to. Sean Penn. He, any actor. I do whatever he tells it's me. It's probably Sean Penn. I it's don't know for a fact, but it's like any actor who is still in the A-list world, is going to be talking about Ukraine and is going to be like, yeah, it's cool to be pro-Ukraine, anti-Russia. Again, uh, am I a war expert? No, I am absolutely not. not. I don't know a lot of the history from between in the Russia and the Ukrainian like border. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend to. Crimea, what's that? I don't, don't know. know. But <laughs> it's just interesting that like what I do know yeah. is about the fight for freedom that we're living through in Canada right now. Yeah, and it's just so important to care about your own freedom and your own democracy, too. Like, of course, we should care about Ukraine. We should pray for Ukraine. We should pray for Russia, too. We should too. learn about it. Yeah, we should we learn should about learn it. about it, but, for sure. Know, like, our freedoms have been slipping away very, I'd argue, even quickly over the last mm -hmm. two years. And it's just time for Canadians to wake the heck up. I mean, yeah. we have a pastor in Alberta who's rotting in prison right now. He's an innocent man. Yeah. And I haven't heard any ch churches no. really, you know, say anything in his defense, but, you know, pray for Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that leads us to the next little article that we have here, which is, or it's not an article, it's just like tweets. But see, these are some of the worst celebrity, or is it an article? Yeah, I think, I think it's an article. An article it's an article. Yeah. It's the worst celebrity uh, tweets the cringiest responses from celebrities on the Ukrainian crisis. So let's take a peek see at those. I'm sure some of you have heard, uh, saw that viral t 
tweet from that actress from 90210. Yeah, like I don't know who this lady is. I don't but know she's her like name. writing a poem. Yeah, she like wrote one? a poem and it was just so cringe. Like, Putin, if I was your mother, I would have loved you so much in this whole crisis in Ukraine. Never, never have happened. happened. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I mean, of course, you know, I'm sure her heart's in the right place, but it's like, she gonna go back in time and write that poem for Genghis Khan? Like, yeah. hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, moral of the story is don't listen to celebrities about anything. Unless it's us. Unless it's us, because we're celebrities. You know, you don't need to post about something you you don't know anything about, you know? Like, yeah, if you don't okay. know about it, just whatever. Just, like, sit back and let the world burn. Wait till next week and everyone's posting yellow and blue squares on their IGs. Oh, that's probably gonna happen. It's okay to not do it if you don't know enough about the topic. At least, though, the war has ended COVID. Yay! So great. COVID's over, you guys. But you know, um, our next topic is um, a, a little bit like unpleasant as well. Mm. Um, so there's a war happening in Ukraine, nice, but also uh, trans athletes, biological males are encroaching on women's sports. We mm. talk about this a lot. We're very passionate about this. Um, let's talk about our first story. Because we're TERFs, you know? We're TERFs. We're trans radical exclusionary feminists, right? Did no, I get it right? You know what? Trans, yeah. I think I got it you right. You got it. And I think JK Rowling would be proud. Yeah. Even I, though none of those words describe me. No. But here we go. Here we go. Um, so trans swimmer Leah Thomas, formerly 462nd rank as William Thomas, I like how like she just took the Leah out of her name, William. Anyways. That's clever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she takes the gold in Ivy League Women's Championships by a full seven seconds. So I don't know a lot about swimming, but I know that seven seconds is a lot. Like in seven seconds, you can basically get there and back. Yeah, like think of like basketball when it's down to the wire mm -hmm. and then there's one second left and then they shoot their shot yeah. and then that's the, the shot that wins them the game. Like, like time is so like important in so sport. So is muscle mass. Yeah. Oh, and bone density. Ooh, ooh, ooh. and arm reach. Ooh. Yeah, and there is a there is a clip of this. I think we should play it um, because it's just showing her lead, her his lead on the other women. There. It is literally insane. Like, there's basically the tweet says something along the lines of like this. The, this was a race for second place. <laughs> yeah. Because the other women had no shot. Yeah. But this is fine, guys. We should accept this. We should completely be okay with men just. Yeah, destroying women's careers in sports. Yeah, it's good. It's we good. love it. We, should, we love um, it. What I don't love, though, is the next article. Are we going to watch this? Or yeah, we, we should gonna... watch okay, it. Okay, let's watch it. Yeah. Let's, let's play a second of it. So see how <laughs> you can't even see the other women. So I see a, a swimmer in a pool that followed by a couple other guppies couple following of, yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah. And who are these people cheering for? Are I'm, they cheering for the people in seventh and eighth? I hope so. I, I certainly also, hope so. Also, this looks like a really short pool, does it not? Yeah, or that's just a really big, long man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, this individual is a really good swimmer. Ooh, look at those shoulders. The shoulders <laughs> of a dainty woman. That's for dang sure. I hope I can have shoulders like that one day. <laughs> I do, too. So, yeah, um, this, is, this is great. It's this a, is great. It's a win for women. Yeah. It's a win for... Well, it leads into our next... Um, sorry, I cut you off. No, go. It's go. a win for women and it's a women. It's a march. win for nothing. <laughs> it's a You're good. All right. So uh, this article's sad. It's on the same topic, um, but it's the headline here is this will be the end of women's sport. Team USA Mass, uh, sorry, Team USA Masters track star warns it's pointless for her athlete daughter to follow in her footsteps because biological males are taking over. Can we talk about how sad that is? That is so sad. That's exactly the kind of thing that transphobes have been saying was gonna happen yeah. and they're like no it won't no yeah. it won't 
and, and it's happened. <laughs> so this young girl is like, why am I going to follow in my mother's footsteps when all of my accomplishments are just going to get demolished by a wide, broad, big-handed man? Yeah, so I guess this daughter is on the track team. Mm -hmm. And she was going to her first meet, and she ended up competing against a biological male who has not worked as hard as her physically, um, emotionally, or yeah, mentally to prepare for this like race. He's new to the sport. He's new to the sport, yeah. And he just got to go on in there and beat her mm -hmm. because he identifies as a female now. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. And I was talking about this before, um, but you know, you never see women trying to become men and encroach on these spaces. It's always these like men yeah. coming in because they know they'll beat us. They know they'll win. Well, it's possible that there are women who are like trans men who are competing in sports, but they're doing very poorly. Yeah, exactly. You just never hear about them. Yeah, because they suck <laughs> in yeah. comparison to their biological counterparts. Yeah. It's just, it's just insane that this is actually becoming like so much more common than it should be. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, I, we should never stop talking about this. No, I, we, like, and we won't. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I would rather be labeled a bigot than to see young women suffer for like for Someone's got to say it. Someone's got to yeah. say it. And it will be us. And you know, it, this reminds me of, there was another story that I didn't think we put on the list, but it was about women's uh, soccer players and how they're not making as much money as yes. their male counterparts. And the common thing there is like, well, they don't have the viewership. Yeah. Like usually this is based on like ad revenue and ticket sales. And like if people aren't watching women play sports, then no one's going to pay them to do yeah. it. And it makes me think like, is this just the market, like the free market running its course where it's like, so men are going to become female athletes. And then we're just going to be watching, like, again, we're not watching male sports, sorry, female sports, but we're going to be watching men dressed up as women doing male sports. <laughs> like, is that where the market is leading us? Literally like men in wigs playing basketball. <laughs> I don't maybe that's what that. the, maybe that's what the people want to see. I you know what? I really hope that's not the case. Um, <laughs> Welcome that, to the freak show. That's not cute. Like I'm down to watch like all those hot athlete male athletes. No, but know, they're like, gonna be cute. women. Though. But I don't want to see them in wigs. Like that's not cute, LeBron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, and why do you? But why do you think this is happening? Like, do you think this is the feminist fault? Do you think this is women's fault? Yes. Or do you think this is a result <laughs> of weak men not standing up for women? Ooh. Because I was listening to Ali Best Stucky's show Relatable, and she said that um, if men can't stand up to women, they can't stand up for them. And that kind of notion mm. has sort of come from, because of the feminist movement. Women have become kind of big, like more emboldened and empowered, I guess, in our society. And I guess there's like this kind of trope of like the bully female mm. and stuff like that. Like women are bitches. Um, men are their whatever you know mm -hmm. like they submit to the woman yeah. now like but I'm you'd think that it would make us come out on top and here we are getting slammed in sports and like we've discussed this like, in our first episode when um caitlin jenner won woman of the year yeah. her first woman her first year being a woman like yeah. what if we were if we were in charge of this whole situation and yeah. we were smacking men around like wouldn't it work in our favor more yeah no but i'm wondering if it's the problem is men yeah. aren't standing up for us though and I, I, well, want, I, I wonder, if, do you think it's their job too, or do you think we've just dug ourselves too deep in this hole? Mm, this is a good question. I, I don't know the answer. I think it's men who are masquerading as women who are pretending to be 
feminists and they're like, I am woman, hear me roar. And it's like, but you're a man though. Yeah. And so they're they're playing both sides of the aisle there. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Because um, mm, I, I just, think about. my like first inkling is to just never trust a man who is wearing a shirt that says feminist mm, on it or has yeah. his pronouns in his Correct, bio. Because yes. if, you, if you need to show me you're a man by listing it in your bio, you probably aren't a or man. Or if you need to show me on a t-shirt that like, hey, I don't hate women. Yeah. It's like, mm, why do no. you need, why do you feel the need to write that on your shirt? Son? Yeah, most people, most men just don't hate women and it's they like, don't have to tell us. It's like red delicious apples. Like, are you, <laughs> are you delicious? No. No, you're stinky. You're rotten. Um, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Um, so this is not a fun one. No. At all. No, it's, it's actually disgusting. Yeah. Um, but of course just speaks to how, how, too, this whole movement has just gone too far. Yes. It's just gone too far. So this is a convicted, I don't even want to say the words. Okay. Uh, convicted toddler rapist is now a trans rights activist who has spoken at top ranked universities. So this article is disgusting. That's yeah. what I wrote. I said, this is disgusting. I Not said, this is too disturbing. Yes, this is. And hence we are going to talk about it. Yeah. And I think like we want to protect women and we want to keep female spaces female but like even more than that i want to protect children yeah like you know like this like you should not be allowed out of prison ever, ever. if you've ever touched a child inappropriately yes. ever so this person was convicted of raping a girl while he was on trial he was awaiting trial he um, started identifying as a woman and he was talking to he so as soon as he was convicted he went to prison uh, in a male prison and he started um, saying I'm a woman I'm a woman and he wanted to have his uh, gender dysphoria diagnosis certified or whatever oh, confirmed and they never did because mm. the therapist at the prison was like I don't buy this so it's nice <laughs> yada 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 now he's a trans activist speaking at top-ranked universities for some reason because we know these places are liberal hellholes and they're welcoming in like again these are these are not children it's not like oh he's speaking at a school like yeah. okay these these are adults so he's probably not interested in them but how can you call yourself an activist and i'm not talking about him i'm talking about those who are en enabling this behavior mm -hmm. how can you call yourself an act an activist and care about social justice and then think that this is okay like i don't understand how anyone could find this to be acceptable well like, this what this is, is wrong the whole thing where it's like okay i'm such a feminist now that i'm actually anti-woman yeah. anti-child and if i am faced with that choice i don't want to be a bigot so i'm just going to be like yeah, let's just go with what everyone else is saying. But it's like, have you stopped to think about what you're doing? Because you're yeah. now saying that women are not allowed to have spaces just for them, that men with genitalia, male genitalia, should be allowed in those spaces and be like, raping a kid is like NBD. Yeah. And no. you have so much to teach us. Like, what do you have to teach us? No, and I, I think the trans lobby is anti-woman. Yes. I think a thousand percent. I think with sports, Tumblr, the, like you said, children, like, like this movement is anti-feminist and anti-woman. It's so progressive, it's regressive. Like yeah. it's, it's so backwards. Yeah, and, and like, I think it's homophobic too. I've said this before, where it's yeah. like, what if, what if your kid is just, just gay? gay? No, right. they're definitely born in the wrong body and need to be medicated and medically altered in so many different ways. But what if they're just like different? What if they're not even gay? What if they're just like I was a girl who played sports. I had super yeah. short hair, played sports. Like, does that? What? Am I a boy? 
Uh, you don't look like a boy. No, boy. You don't act like a boy. <laughs> but I just think that a lot of this, too, has has become so normalized because we've seen so many. We, there was that other article that we were, I think, are we going to talk about this, uh, about the woman who detransitioned? Yes. Helena. Um, so this is a substack that you had found. And yes. I read, it's a very long story. It's and you, so long. You guys I, should go read it. It's um, really good. It's, it's very powerful. But mm -hmm. uh, the whole time I was reading it, it's basically just a summary of her experience. She um, found Tumblr, as most oh, young teenagers do. Do not let your kids go on yeah, Tumblr. Before there was TikTok. There was Tumblr. Um, and she tumbled down the wrong rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> quite literally. And uh, she was suffering with depression and anxiety. Normal and, teenage stuff. Yeah. And I mean, she was self-harming and stuff. And that was one of the ways she was kind of coping. But she found comfort in this Tumblr community. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, it was kind of more about like gender ideology and critical yeah. race theory before that was really coined as a term and all yeah. this stuff. And basically, this, this group kind of teaches uh, cisgender white women that they are like Monsters. the oppressor. Yes, yes. Right? Um, so she started to feel like, oh, well, I guess I don't have enough oppression Olympic yes, brownie yes. points, so I'm going to be trans. That's um, what I took away from the article was less that she was like, oh, I'm a, a man trapped in a woman's body. Yeah. And more so, like, I love my Tumblr community. She was extremely isolated at school. She was mm -hmm. isolated from her family. She said her family didn't cope with, like, communication and, and pain. pain well. Yeah. So that's a problem. Um, and so she found this Tumblr community, and she felt like, oh, I have my people. She said she would Skype with her friends yeah. on Tumblr from all over the world. And she had her community. And then she realized, like, oh, no, I'm the top oppressor in this hierarchy. And so the easiest way to not no longer be an oppressor and being not just an ally is to but mutilate a your victim, body yeah. yeah is to start being trans and to say that you were born in the wrong body and she said as soon as that happened she was now praised as a hero and, and a victim at the same time and yeah. hero heroism and victimhood are basically the same thing these days yeah. so it's, it's you know it's not uh, good it's scary and i think it just speaks to the fact that like parents need to be so much more involved in their kids lives when it comes to like the things they are exposing themselves to on the internet um like what if, like what if, you know, she had never had the common sense eventually to detransition. Mm -hmm. What if, like this is this you're mutilating your body yeah. forever, and yeah. sometimes that you go too far, you can't go back. Yeah. And I, I just, I just think. This is scary. This, this is scary. scary. And the fact that she said she was 18 and she went for a single consultation with a doctor yeah. and she was prescribed testosterone. Yeah. And she said immediately upon going on testosterone, her mental health de deteriorated. deteriorated like very quickly. And That's terrifying. And what about the ethics of all this? Like we don't know, there aren't really long-term studies about this and, and how is it ethical or justifiable to literally mutilate perfect young bodies? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like you yeah. were this, she was healthy, she was young. I know she didn't go as far as other people do, but like, man, you're, these people are, these kids are gonna look back one day and if they regret it, who do they blame? Yeah. The people that were supposed to look out for them, the adults, the doctors, Parents, the psychologists, yeah. you know, like it's insane. Peers like, even? Yeah. Like the community, the Tumblr community. But yeah, it's like too many fractured people to blame. Again, I would blame the parents. Me too. First and foremost. I agree. Is she in the first art first paragraph she was like my parents didn't communicate or deal with pain and yeah. they just kind of pushed it away so it's like yeah. that's your problem right there yeah and uh parents look out look into yeah. what your kids are, are doing on the internet okay because this could be like life ruining yeah could be life yeah. ruining yeah absolutely um, but definitely read her full story because it is it's very powerful and i think um i think it's surprising just how many people have suffered and and dealt with the same things as her and mm -hmm. 
and it resulted in them transitioning and then detransitioning. Yeah. So I just want to read this one little quote from yeah. this article. Um, she says, no hardship you could possibly go through could ever be as bad as the prejudice and genocide POC and LGBT people face every day, single, sorry, every single day. Insert clap emoji. LGBT people, P, LGBT. It's an alphabet. L the alphabet. Blah, 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 people and POC <laughs> can't even walk out of their houses without being murdered by cishet. I don't know what cishet is. Cishet probably white us. people just like you. I butchered that. That's probably us. You get it. The point is, is she was like, so I'm basically a murderer as a cis white woman. So I'm going to become trans so that I'm a victim and a hero and I'm beloved by all. I thought to be classified as a murderer, you had to actually physically murder someone. No, wrong. Okay. You just have to be you. You just have to be you, girl. <laughs> that's what we're teaching kids. That's great. Love well, that. um, that's great. Okay. Let's move on from Let's this. Let's do an ad break. Bitcoin 2022 is the largest Bitcoin event in the world that takes place on April 6th to 9th in Miami Beach, Florida. All four days will be jam-packed with exclusive content, exciting announcements, and an incredible lineup of Bitcoin speakers, artists, and leaders. Day one is industry day for enterprising Bitcoiners who are looking to build a business or career within the ecosystem. Days two and three are general conference days featuring speakers like El Salvador President Nayib Bukele, who has promised a big surprise, as well as CEOs like Michael Saylor, Elizabeth Stark, Jack Maulers, Adam Back, and hundreds more. The conference caps off on the fourth day with the world's first and largest Bitcoin music festival, Sound Money Fest. Last year's conference sold out and this year's is on pace to be three times larger. So make sure you grab your tickets before it's too late. Visit b.tc slash conference to learn more. Pay in Bitcoin to save and use promo code Rebel News for 10% off. Yeah, okay. Okay, that was an ad break. Um, so maybe we should uh, lighten things up with some dating advice. Yeah. Um, I think that would be fun. This so is such a fun article. Oh, my God. Did you, okay, there's, please, what were you going to say? Because I, I want to start talking about No, go for it. Okay. Let's do the damn thing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this article says, want to impress your Tinder profile? Sorry, yeah. Want to impress your Tinder profile? Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. Want to improve your Tinder profile, maybe. Yeah. Daily Mail. Don't use sexy photos. People with saucy images are more likely to be seen as incompetent and unlikable study reveals. Um, first of all, this is so funny. It says, uh, in the study, the researchers set out to understand whether the photos people include in their dating profiles affect other people's perception of them. Duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> they had to have a study. Also, it's like a visual, it's a visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally based. Do you think most people go through and scroll and read any of the crap you write no. about yourself? No, I just like want to see hat. your yeah. abs. Yeah, like, I you know. know. It's like, study reveals that what people say on podcasts can yeah. affect how people perceive those podcasts. <laughs> I mean, but to, to, the, to their point, it does kind of make sense. Like, modest is hottest. Like, it's yes. nice to have a little mystery, you know? Keep them guessing. Like, you know, wear your collared shirt, you know? Let them leave <laughs> Yeah. Some more. Long no, sleeves. but you know, like if, if all you if all you have is your physical appearance and you put it out there for the whole world to see, like what else do you have to offer? Like I want to see a little more personality in your profile. Yes. I think. Yes. You know. Um, also. <clears throat> Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. <clears throat> so there's a quote from the article. Sexualized photos were classified as ones where people posed in revealing clothing or lingerie. Oh. Okay. Made suggestive poses or exposed their breasts. Mm. Oh. Okay. That's gross. Genitals or buttocks. 
Sorry, I have <laughs> genitals? Yeah, what are you putting your genitals in your profile picture for? If you are doing that, <laughs> like, you, you suck. That's unsolicited. That is not nice. That is harassment. Keep your junk out of your Keep profile pictures. Your like, you know what, it's a junky app already. We don't need more junk. Like <laughs> They had to have a study. The study yeah. revealed that don't put your penis in your profile picture. Yeah, and you know, speaking of a woman who probably posted sexy photos too much, no, I'm just kidding. I don't actually know about her profile habits, but let's show you a clip of a 30-year-old who is extremely sad that she's single and 30. Yeah, this made me sad. It was sad. I might be, you know. No, you're fine. Okay, you're I'm perfect. 16. This is a sad episode. Um, <laughs> this is a bummer of an episode, you guys. So we'll just We're play sorry. the clip if we could. Yeah, let's play this. Craziest, saddest thought. Um, this is a conversation I would have I'm with my mother. I'm in a stage of life where I'm I have this conversation with my, my dog if I weren't married. married and yeah. have babies this is something we all think. Find love. And I had She's another so talking really, face yet again yeah. fall through. And my friend was like, you know, you'll meet the one one day. Don't give up. But now I'm at a point where I hope That's I so don't sad. because mm -hmm. what happens if That's I meet so him and he wants like, kids and I'm this... too old to not be able to give him any? No. That's so sad, dude. So it's easier for she me kinda to She kind of just say says the same kids. stuff. Yeah. Um, this is really sad. Um, yeah, I think bef like I think it's important to note though that like marriage and having kids is not a guarantee in life. Like no. you're not promised that. That's a that's a privilege, not a right. Um, so I, I don't think it's right all the time to put so much pressure on yourself when it comes to getting married and having kids because like you just don't know where life's going to take you sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, like I said, it's a blessing. Um, and of course, marriage comes with its own setbacks, but and like half of them end up divorced. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing so too. So it's like you can you can be part of those lucky people that get married and then end up an unlucky one divorced. So it's like, is that better? Who yeah, knows? and I think it just speaks to like being intentional, intention, intentional, and being intentional with your dating habits and your relationships. And I think um, that's kind of the issue we're seeing with a lot of these women who are single and they're wondering why. Mm -hmm. You well, know, it's we've said this before and we'll say it again. It's the culture. It speaks yeah. to the culture that we live in, where yeah. they for the last 10 years people have probably been telling this gorgeous woman like oh don't worry like party sleep with whoever you want like you'll have plenty of time and then once you hit your 30s people are like oh you're not married yet and it's like whoa you yeah. guys were telling me to just have fun and play exactly. the game and, and don't worry about it but it, but now I'm very worried about it and it's like yeah you should have been freaking worried about it this whole time if you really really wanted kids and women don't uh, they they suffered much worse consequences than men men can have live their life as Peter Pan forever mm -hmm. just like doing it with whoever mm -hmm. because they don't have a biological clock yeah. that women have and yeah. um, I just I think it's it's scary that our, our society has glorified um, singleness in a way that has just yeah. left people really lonely and I think empty yeah because they, yeah no keep going well I was gonna say they like you said they glorify singlehood mm -hmm. but then does she seem glorious to you no she seems like miserable yeah exactly yeah like, this is again like I said like this is a conversation I would have had with my mom not put it in, on TikTok but she says at the end of the video the reason she's posting it is because she wanted to reach out and see if like other women were experiencing the same thing and then she does do a follow-up and she was like I did not expect so many responses and she's like that made me so happy and it's like I'm happy that she feels elate or like what's the word I'm looking for like uh, a sense of community yeah, yeah. Like she feels justified in how she's feeling and not alone however speaks to the culture we're living in that yeah. so many women are like oh I'm in my 30s too and I'm like 
I'm kind of in the same position myself, and I'm trying not to be terrified. Like, Don't but, be terrified. You're a you good know. girl. Oh, but, yeah, I'll be fine. But it's just like we live in this culture where we're like, do whatever you want, live your life, and then you're like, ooh, you're not married, ooh. It's like, what am I supposed to feel as a woman? Yeah, everything has consequences. Every single moment of our lives is a moment of impact. Mm -hmm. it, even if you don't notice that impact right away, like down the line, you're gonna be like, it's gonna hit you in the face and you're gonna be like, damn, mm -hmm. like I should've, yeah. maybe I should've, you know, not just followed my heart. <laughs> or maybe you should've like taken that nice guy mm -hmm. more seriously when you were young yeah, and, and, you wanted, and you wanted the no. bad boy. Like we yeah. all know, we've all been in that phase, but I feel like that phase is extended for women and it's like, oh, just date that hot bad boy who has no job. It's like, maybe not. but you want babies. Like yeah. maybe a more responsible mate is better. And like, maybe that's like, to what we were talking about before with your profile, like maybe you taking pictures in your bikini, drinking sangria on the beach is like not gonna find you that like honorable yeah. man you're looking for. It's gonna find you a bad boy who thinks you're easy. And like, I think it's a part of it too, is like our culture is so obsessed with like temporary satisfaction. Yes. We don't want to have hard, meaningful conversations. Yeah. We just wanna have sex right now with everybody because it feels good right now. But most people I know who live out their lives like that, they're not happy. No. They are really miserable. They don't know who they are. They, they keep wondering why they're single and yeah, I'm like, well, well like this poor woman exactly. who's beautiful yeah. like she seems like she can put a sentence together yeah, she seems smart she has access to the internet she knows how to use tiktok and she's, she's 30 the, she's what? living in the first world she's having a good time and yet she's so sad and she feels lost and like she doesn't know how to live in this world and it's like kind of everyone's fault yeah not ours no we're perfect yeah. um but you know just interesting that the mm -hmm. feminist movement is kind of this is stemmed from the feminist movement as well so it's just I'm wondering you know maybe maybe feminism was a trap in a way we could rename the show feminism and mm -hmm. is it good I don't know probably like, not. you know um, I mean yeah like obviously suffragettes yes for sure like you know <laughs> being able to vote tonight yeah like not being owned by a man yeah it's not the worst but no that's great I love all that but we've taken it a bit far ladies it's gone too far yeah it's yeah I but said this remember before. that free the nip movement no, it it yeah. failed yeah. miserably. We should never free the nip. Put Just those nips back, ladies. Put them back and <laughs> date the nerd, okay? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, speaking of nerds, just kidding, he's not a nerd, but uh, mm. Channing Tatum. Guys, we're going to talk about body image Let's a bit here. Body image. Chatting Tatum says achieving his ripped physique for Magic Mike is hard and not natural. You have to starve yourself. Oh my gosh, he had oh. to eat salad. I'm sorry that the rich actor had to stop eating chips to earn a million dollars to take off his clothes in a movie. Oh. oh, I'm sorry he had to drink eight glasses of water and do sit-ups all day while his friends were out drinking and eating nachos. Oh. You know, it's interesting that these celebrities only ever care about how they feel, but mm -hmm. what about the image they project on the rest of us? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Channing Tatum, you starved yourself for a million dollars. I starve myself, <laughs> I get nothing, <laughs> and no one notices. So, <laughs> so, like, who the hell are you, dude? Like, yeah. I don't feel sorry for you because celebrities no. are the problem here. They ha they've set these standards. And now yeah. we have to try to live up to them. And I, like I said, I don't get paid to do it. Like, I just have to be hungry. Yeah. In the article, he was saying how he couldn't imagine staying fit if he had a nine to five. He's yeah. like, I have, this is my full-time job and I can't even do it. And we're like, yeah, like, exactly. Yep. yep. And yet we still project those images on everyone. Yeah. Like you're doing with the movie. Again, what's wrong with having abs? Like, no, I'm not like, oh, no one should have abs because no. it produces like a unrealistic body image. That's not what I'm saying. But for him to be like, here's my magic mic abs. And it's like, oh, it's too hard. It's like, yeah, yeah 
I mean, I guess it's a good thing that he's saying it, but it's just like, yeah, welcome to my life, Channing. Yeah, and I just think, like, you get paid to starve yourself. You really don't care. Yeah, just shut up and dance. Like, but you don't, like, if you really had strong convictions about it, then you wouldn't have done the movie. You wouldn't have done the movie. Yeah. And he's doing the Magic Mike 3 also. See you in theaters. Yeah. Wait, I'm not going. No. Uh, maybe. I'll, I'll look at the screenies. Maybe we'll go. We won't We won't tell you if we'll we go. We'll go, but we'll wear sunglasses and fake mustaches <laughs> yeah. so nobody knows that we're there. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like Crimea River Channing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, on, on other celebrities. Oh, yeah. Body image. Body image. Uh, interesting. Emmy Rossum. Is that how you say her name? I think so. So she's only She'll 10 come years... out in 10 years and say we're all saying it wrong. Oh, yeah. Like no Lindsay longer relevant. Lowen. 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 Lindsay Lowen. L Lindsay, just shut up. But yeah. um, Emily, <laughs> Emmy Rossum is only 10 years older than Tom Holland and is uh, has been cast to play his mom in a movie. So I guess apparently she's going to be playing the mom in the flashbacks. Yeah. So the, the it's a clickbait article. But it it is interesting because like. I, it got me thinking about like men like Leonardo DiCaprio who play these like puffy alcoholic dudes in movies. But they're and still yet, dating twenty year olds. Exactly. Like, yeah. but also like Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall Street was his like his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, you are not on the same playing no, field. No, he like, should be playing her father. Yeah, like she's Barbie. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, it, I do think it's kind of interesting to talk about this because I like men are allowed to be one thing, but women have to be. Yes. Like way better and yeah. way way more, you know. Yeah. And there's just there is a double standard. Yeah, you basically have to look, and we'll talk about this because we're going to talk about Courtney Cox mm -hmm. and a little Botox. But you basically have to be like super hot and look 18 until you're old enough to play a grandma. Yeah, or a mom. It's like. Where are those mid-aged women allowed to live in They're Hollywood? Not. They're, They're not. They live at their plastic surgeon's office. Yeah. That's where they are. That's, that's all they do. that's why their faces are so messed up. Yeah, they're just in hiding for a few years, and then they're like, hello, yeah. <laughs> remember me? Not that um, men are, you know, free from this pressure, because no. I, when I was reading this article earlier, I saw that um, Bradley Cooper at the SAG Awards, or one of the award shows that happened on the weekend, he showed up with, like, a super smoothed out puffy face, and it's like, had a little work done yeah, I mean, it's there's, not looking so good so they have this there's pressure there's you know there's pressure too it's a human problem it's i'd argue like, less pressure yes i would definitely i would agree with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh speaking of someone who doesn't cave to the pressure size 20 model slams hater to criticize her son's diet and doesn't care if he gets fat well that seems like a good mom mm. Um, so this model is, what's her name, Tessa, Tessa Holiday. Tess, Tess Holiday, yes. So yeah. she's like an influencer. She has like 2.4 million followers or something. She's a BOPO, body positivity kind of activist. And she's she's all about like, you know, speaking out against anorexia and all that, which is good. Those are good things. But, you know, oh, you know it doesn't always have to be one extreme or the other, Tess. No. Tess, she talks about having a healthy relationship with food my god that can't be further from the truth i i don't think so and also like don't push that on your kid like we're talking about bad parenting this this falls under that mm -hmm. like it's your job to help your kid grow up to be a productive and healthy yeah like person you know they they need to have a healthy relationship with food yes but also like they can't they shouldn't be allowed to eat whatever the well, heck I they want when she says that he she wants her kid to have a healthy re relationship with food i think she doesn't understand what that means because yeah. like for me being healthy does not does not mean thin for some people being thin is unhealthy it's yeah. like they're get, not getting enough calories their body type is x and they're trying to be y you can't shove yourself into a mold so maybe tess is heavier than the average woman sure, that's she's totally bigger cool. boned let's for say. sure and sure. she carries her weight differently that's cool we need all sorts of types of people i'm glad that she can be a model or whatever however the thing that was super messed up about this is she said 
Um, she doesn't. She wants her kid to not see certain types of food as good and other types as bad. No, it's so. Ooh, what red are you flag. talking about? Like red flag. She's saying like people were mad at her for uh, having a picture or a video of her eating pop tarts with her son. And she's like, I don't want him to think that some foods are good and some are bad. It's like, dude, some pop tarts are bad. are bad. That's that's bad. That's bad. Not only for your like weight and stuff, but it's your teeth, your mental health. Yeah, eating just pure sugar, yeah. like nothing like in you're that. You're gonna is get good. cavities. Like if you want to have some sweets, like there are ways to do that. Yeah. There are, but but pop tarts? Are we living in 1998? Eight? Like, I what wish are you doing? we were free back then. I know. No, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's, it's your job to help your kid out, you know, and to teach them these things. And yeah. I just think it's a little sketch. And like, I, like I said, like she does good things, um, like, but I just think this if, is wrong. What if her kid was like, "Hey, mom, can I have an apple?" Do you think? Do you think she'd be like, oh, "Are you sure you don't want an apple flavored pop tart?" Yeah. Like that's don't <laughs> like don't eat an apple just because you think you're you're gonna be skinnier. Like, what if he's like, "No, I just want some fruit." Yeah. Like, just give your kids some fruit and we'll stop talking about you Tess. yeah that's all unless you do something else gray yeah which is probably gonna it's happen just, it's uh but uh speaking of 500 pound bears <laughs> <laughs> i was like how do we this I is such know. a beautiful lead up into yeah. this so um we just wanted to take a quick break to talk about <laughs> uh hank the tank um so he's a 500 pound bear that breaks into 28 homes <laughs> looking for food he's so cute honestly like tessa holiday if your kid is as cute as hank the tank then just whatever do whatever you want he's so cute why is this over Wait, bear so charming i don't know if <laughs> tess lives in la but i was thinking if he's looking for food he <laughs> you dude, know hey, where to go. go to tess go to She's the holidays plenty her, her kid Vacation doesn't want it at the holidays yeah <laughs> like, look at him look at he's him. so cute oh my god he's like knock knock i'm coming in <laughs> he's so get the pop tarts ready the only good thing that's in la currently pop tarts would be a great diet for the overweight bear not for your child yeah i think so like just you know he needs to survive the winter he does well not in la no oh my gosh this he bear... needs to survive the blue policies <laughs> just... anyway. the dollar is about to crash so. anyway back to our regular <laughs> regularly scheduled programming we'd already touch on this briefly but courtney cox uh, candidly admits that her previous cosmetic procedures left her looking really strange and mm -hmm. they did they did i love they... everything about this article um i love that she admits to the pressure she was feeling she was yeah. like i was you know known for being young and beautiful and having a certain look and then as i was you know in my 30s i started noticing my face change and um she said she and felt, it changed oh it changed and it happens but she made it look hecka weird yeah with too much uh botox fillers whatever you want to call it um and she's now like you know, obviously she still has Botox and fillers. Like oh, that's for not, sure. But she's, she's toned it down. She's toned it down and she has a healthier um, relationship with her own face. Injectables. And she looks gorgeous. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's with more her balanced doctor. approach yeah, to injectables. Yeah. Um, but it's it's nice and to she's see. she's talking about it. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say because we talked about this last week yeah. as well. Um, it's just nice to see celebrities come out and say, hey, there are bad side effects to mm -hmm. these things you can take it too far and it, you won't look good um so i do think it's really important to keep this conversation yeah. going especially like in the wake of social media which you talk about all the time young women are so impressionable if i'm seeing these women inject them their faces like i'm only 16 so if i see these people constantly having to resort to plastic surgery i'm gonna be like well that's my only way of looking yeah. hot too like when you're 17 you're gonna think you look old yeah because Courtney Cox is 60 and looks yeah. 10. Yeah. No, she did not look 10. <laughs> she looks amazing. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. And she like, is. we just need to normalize women aging gracefully. That's a tough one. It like, is. how do you, it's kind of like, 
what we were talking about the other week where people are saying, you know, you should um, embrace all body types. And it's, again, only with women. It's like yeah. fat women deserve love too. It's like, of course they do, but you can't force a man to think you're hot when he doesn't think you're hot. Yeah. Like if he's like, I like you can try. It's just like you someone fail. who's like, I like big breasted women. It's like, no, you have to like tiny breasted women. It's like, you can't force someone. <laughs> so like we, yeah. how are we supposed to normalize aging faces when we have been like plucked and probed and yeah. tightened and stretched for so it's many years? Sad. We're just gonna start sagging. Like, like, oh, I'm gonna undo the clip here. Yeah. Like Ken Brockman in my face I is gonna- I think how it, it's just like a button you press yeah, on robots just like, anyway. And yeah. then and then we're just going to be like, men, you better tell us we're young looking still. It's like, that's going to be tough. That's going to be an interesting transition for humanity. But I think it's important that we just embrace our God-given features to mm -hmm. an extent. And like, I don't I don't have any issues with Botox or fillers. I actually think do do what you want to do. do. Like, yeah, we are definitely going to Botox go. to the gods. Just we're going to go for sure one day. Yeah. But no, it, it is. It's OK. Like, do what you want with your body to an extent. But uh, like we have to we have to ease the pressure on people at least we should be talking openly about it exactly i think people should be like what did you do on the weekends like oh i slept a little bit i went to the beach and i got some botox instead yeah. of being like oh i just drank you know a lot of water rest like i'm so sick of people lying yeah don't about lie their procedures just be like, like i know your talks. butt is fake kim yeah kim your butt's it's fake. fake it's huge and it's fake just admit it um yeah. but no you're right and i think it's important to keep the conversation going that's why we talk about plastic surgery so much um one day we're gonna just swap faces. Yeah, I was gonna say we talk about it so much because we can't actually afford <laughs> to get it ourselves. We're gonna enough so that I can have Nat's face, and, and I will. We're gonna just do a switch. We're gonna do a it's swap. Gonna, it's gonna look good. Um, so stay tuned for that. Physical, not the app, not like a on Snapchat. No. Like we're gonna cut each other's faces up. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. We'll do a live stream. Um, Speaking of things that are cut up <laughs> a little too short, uh, this itsy bitsy micro skirt that's everywhere you look, Mimu's 650 pound thigh skimmer takes over magazine covers and red carpets, but would you be daring enough to rock it? First of all, that is way too much for that amount of fabric. Yeah. What? Where is the skirt? Where's the skirt? I see, well, I would wear that as a belt over an actual skirt. I would wear it as like a face shield. Yeah, I was gonna say like, it could be a nice eye mask for if you're traveling. Yeah, like you're trying to sleep on a plane or something. Or you need to wear your hair, like you're washing your face and you wanna keep oh, your that's... hair out of your face. <laughs> it's like a McDonald's visor or something. Yeah. Or like, or like a queen's collar. Oh, that could be cute. Yeah, yeah like, like a balloon or something. I like that. Yeah. Um, my biggest question is, the, the question of the hour is how the heck do you sit down in this thing? It's so short. And also we should talk about Nicole Kidman. Nicole. Nicole, you Nicole. are way too old to are be dressing like this. Are you an 18 year old trans boy? But also, isn't it kind of creepy? It's like over-sexualizing like so a toddler almost. Like it looks like a child. And it's she's creepy. like 60 something, isn't That's what she? I mean. It's kind of like, creepy. Why, this is just like the freaking Courtney Cox thing is like, why are you trying to look 18 but in your 50s or 60s? But it's Nicole. not even 18. They try to look younger yeah, than 18. Yeah. And the and face she's making, exactly. like, it's creepy. I just find it creepy. It's and it's like, we should creepy. not be normalizing looking like, you know, not legal. Yeah. <laughs> like, we shouldn't yeah. be normalizing wanting to look like a minor. Okay. This is good. The Christina Aguilera. Yeah, the th worst. This throat, is what like, it reminded me so of. Bad. Like, a really horrible time in fashion. Yeah, that we, is now apparently coming back. Um, and, yeah. you know, and, and of course, next week we'll be coming to record our show wearing this outfit but like <laughs> obviously but uh it, you won't like it and, no. and we won't be able to sit so no. we're gonna just have to stand yeah um but yeah it's just gross it's gross i don't like and it. also the under boob yeah i don't like the under boob stop like that's not safe for work can we just stop 
We should Can stop. Can we just wear shirts? Can we just cover ourselves? I like, like I said, modest is hottest. I think it's nice to just like keep them guessing. Mm -hmm. You know, ladies. Yeah, I like that. Keep them guessing. Keep them Obviously, guessing. you can take that too far too. Oh yeah, like, like don't wear like a the tent coat Islam. that we yeah. saw, <laughs> or like Last a full. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, I'm not you know everything that. in life is about balance. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, it's yeah, so and it's not even a nice skirt. It's not nice, and it's way too expensive. It just looks like a nice skirt that was chopped up. Yeah, yeah. I'll mm -hmm. have the full length, please. Yeah, or uh, we could just make our own, I guess. Save save a few bucks. Yeah, I have a belt. Okay, cool. <laughs> just wear a belt as a skirt. Um, uh oh. So here's more fashion. Kim Kardashian, Julia Fox, the best celeb street style for Milan Fashion Week 2022. We're doing the cycle. We're doing the SAG Awards yeah. instead. All righty. <laughs> the 2022 SAG Award Fashion Looks represents ultimate glamour. So we're going to show you some of these looks. So what? This happened over the weekend, I think, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. You okay. sent this they're, wonderful article. They're the Smiths. The Smiths. Jada and William Smith. So they, the Royal Highness. Do we see glamour? I do. Yeah, I see some glamour. I, I don't like the color scheme, though. It's like navy blue. They kind of blend into the sag thing, which, you know, could have been avoided. But I see some glamour. I, I do. see she shaved her head. Yeah. No it, comment. That's glamour. Yeah. Okay. Who's this now? I can't read anything from here. This is a problem. Is that that's Sophie beautiful. Turner? No, that's oh, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. See, all gingers just look the same, they, I guess. They do. Um, she looks cute. But it looks like, you know, in um, that Hilary Duff movie when she goes to Rome, it looks like the final dress that she wears. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. And she rips off the skirt. Yeah. She's like, this is what dreams are made of. That's what it looks Was like. Was she wearing pants under the skirt? Yeah. Oh. This is Naomi, Naomi Watts. Watts. Do we well, see she climber? hasn't aged a day. No, she's... I wonder what's in her face. I don't know, but hers, her Botox guy's doing a lot of better of a job than Courtney's old one. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. We should all be calling this This man. dress is boring. That's all right. I'm bored. It's whatever. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh, she doesn't look like a 10-year-old. That's refreshing. I bet if we were, like, really zoomed in, we would see some lines, which would just be atrocious. She How dare like she have She kind of looks like she's trying to dress like a nun. Like, yeah. it kind of, I wonder if Mew Mew did this dress too. It kind of looks like that dress it does. It's nicer. that we saw earlier. I don't mind it. It's yeah. simple. It's all right. She looks all right. She finally looks her age. Yeah. It's refreshing. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, cute. Oh, that's pretty. She's cute. Yeah, that's really pretty. Yeah, she's, it's she feminine. looks glam. It's pink. It's flattering. It's got flowers. It's like not it's too modern. revealing. It's yeah. like, it's, it's good vibes. That's yeah. good vibes. I like that. Me it's too. Really pretty. Reese. Reese Witherspoon, this is bad. Oh, a sash around your waist, Reese? You know, Reese. it looks like the mean girl's dress that she can't fit into, Regina George can't yeah. fit into at the end. Because she's been eating those calcium bars. It's a mustache bars. neckline. It looks like a mustache. That's no. the classic mustache neckline. I don't like it. And I would trip on that sash no, for sure. That's a, and the colors? No, no. it's boring. It's Make like, me that dress in just the sash. Yeah. Like, give me that dress. Yeah. All right. I agree. Ooh. Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga, speaking of face implants oh yeah this woman's face has never looked the same day to day like if you want to and i probably do this in the with the magic of editing but if you want to look at lady gaga's face like 10 years ago versus this one now this uh -huh. is like her asian great granddaughter like this is not the same person no she just completely stretched out it's not cute lady it's not cute and she is the one who didn't she used to call her her tribe of like fans like her little monsters like yeah. her little freaks or whatever and yeah. she's like be yourself be authentic like, like non-conformity yeah so you got a nose you. job you got lip injections you got a facelift you got botox like you dyed your hair blonde like you you did you all the, the things conformist. you are the biggest conformist on the planet so but you know what it's all right we're pretty used to all you it's better than the dress though not practicing what you preach yeah, is better normal. than that although if you're hungry and you got like a Ooh, hot plate you could just yes. sizzle that baby i don't know Give the dress was okay rare. though 
Yeah. Not the meat dress. Yeah, dress, yeah, yeah, that dress was okay. Who this, is this? This is, is Rosario. This Rose? Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. This is a boring dress. I don't dress. see what's going I on with the dress. I can't even see Is she it. pregnant, maybe? She looks... Oh, it's cute if she's pregnant. It's cute if she's pregnant. <laughs> if we're wrong, we're sorry, sorry. Rosie. Yeah, we're yeah. not trying to body shame you. It's just hard to tell with the dark background. Kate Blanchett. Again, Ooh. isn't she, like, supposed to be elderly now? Yeah, like, she doesn't dress her age and she hasn't aged at and all and i don't mean that in that you can't be sexy no. and be like 60. it's just confusing because she's like yeah. she has been a hot like classy lady for like 20 years yeah like, like just own that i mean i guess she is because it's working she doesn't look messed up like i don't think she looks like no it's just it's confusing to me how she hasn't like lord of the rings came out over 10 years ago no i think it's been like 20. 20 years right yeah dude i'm bad at math me but too. it's like she's older than that and that's you know very confusing. I, I look older than her now, and I was like a newborn baby. Yeah, when that came out. You don't look older than no. her, but yeah, Selena. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, that's actually really. She cute. looks cute. I mean, obviously, you're a fan of the big. Yeah, the I love puffy, puffy sleeves. Yeah. But she looks very elegant. She looks beautiful. Yeah, I'm loving it. I love the I vibes. love the silhouette. Yeah, she, it's very flattering. It's very classy. Um, and I love great. that. Is that like a skin? I think line. so. I like that. Me too. It's a little. It's a little like. Ooh. It's a little risque. Yeah. But like, it's not. It's I like not, it. It's not giving it all up. No, it's not. On the first date, you no. know. I like that a lot. Selma, Selma Hayek. Again, how are you still hot? It's very know. confusing. Yeah, she's she she her face is like flawless. This right? is. Uh, I don't like this. It's I, not flattering. I, I don't. No, she's no. I don't like this. No. And the gloves. Gloves are, are hard back. Pass. Are they? Yeah, they're bad. But that's no good. I know. That's very 80s. Yeah, it's not It's not working for me. No. This is Haley Steinfeld. Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah. All right, this, this is, is like okay. a worse version of Selena's dress. Yeah, I don't like it. Her hair looks greasy. Is that it just looks, me? It's the gel, yeah. I don't like it. No, I, don't, I don't like that little strip. Me too. It's not working for me, Haley. It just looks like a bra. Yeah. With a skirt. Yeah, I don't love it. Like girls, when I was at Western, used to dress like that to the bar. Okay, well, yeah. you. Sad. She has way more money than those girls, yeah. so she should be ashamed of herself. This is highly sexual. Vanessa Hudgens. This looks very much like Selma's dress, but like, this is like Selma's was like the mother of this dress. Yeah. This is this is sexy. It's sexy, but like also I don't know. I don't know. I don't like I don't like it. Something looks off. I feel like it would be really pretty if it was strapless and like a little higher. Yeah, and like, I think the slit not needs as much to enough. not be so hot. I don't mind the slit. I just feel like you have boob and you have slit. It's too much. Yeah. Like give give me like a nice. Or like one of those like shoulder something. Yeah, I agree. Neck. It's just not. It's not perfect. It's, you're almost there though. She's you're so beautiful. She's like her face beautiful. is just perfect. Yeah. Carrie like, Washington. This is cool. I like this. Me too. This looks like what the um, drag queen Simone was wearing at New York Fashion yeah. Week the other week. I like, really like that's this. That's actually really cool. I'm loving the neon. I think yeah. it's good. I think it's good. And vibes. I love the big puffy dresses me too like why is the is your wedding day the only day you can wear a giant it gown? shouldn't be it you should, should not be every day should we be should be wearing gowns dress. all the time yeah i, I think you should dye your wedding gown neon i'm just gonna just wear, wear it. it to work next yeah. week i think the theme is just wear a giant vibrant colored gown puffy and we'll gown, love it yeah i think that we are we uh have a type yeah we have a type and we discriminate against all other types yes so Okay, well, let's move on. That was fun. That was fun. All right, guys, so we're going to try something new now. We're going to do a rapid-fire session where we just read headlines and offer one quick snide yeah. remark each or just blitz, from one. Which is well, actually really terrible because of that's what they called the bombing of London. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> in, in like the theme of war, um, we're going to be yeah. having a blitz, a misunderstood <laughs> blitz. So uh, we're going to start. I need to find my notes. I have the wrong papers. I, I printed this four times. So, okay, I got it. 
This is all staying in. Okay. Okay, so first one, rumor has it that Taylor Swift and Joel Allman are engaged after five years together. Why are they screaming their love for the mountaintops? Like, there should be an album about this. We've been waiting for decades for this. <laughs> I thought, like, the rumor came out when they first started dating that they got engaged. Or when right, Lover after, came out, right? No, after Willow, uh, the song Willow came out from I, I Evermore. Heard, no, but it was actually Lover because there's a song on Lover. The, the one that's, um... I don't know. Lover. Okay. <laughs> it's Lover. It's like, Makes that's, sense. It's like kind of like a, has like a wedding-y theme. And um, I just wanted to say that for Taylor Swift to have been in a relationship for five years, years it's she's basically she's basically married this is a huge feat taylor my like, congratulations to the couple yeah we will not be sending a gift, i was good that's what i wrote so, we will sorry. not be sending a gift <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> Great all right we're on. done um okay next one melissa mccarthy <laughs> had the best response for lizzo after she got cast as ursula in the little mermaid uh so what do we think about that melissa's gonna do a fine job yeah so apparently lizzo is like uh, I, I wanted that role, and then Melissa's like, well, well, then why did they give it to me? But she was just being silly. Like, they're, they're, they're funny. They're, they're tight. But yeah. I would just like to say I'd like to nominate myself to play hot Ursula. Yeah. Okay? And I would like to play the role of Flounder. Amazing. Because I just, I think it's the vibe. Call us. Co. So Perfect. let us know. Um, Kim Kardashian's fleet of cars cost over $100,000 in custom work because the stars are just like us. <laughs> so that's great. I would like to ask her about the engines of those cars. <laughs> <laughs> She knows, I'm yeah, sure. She definitely knows. She doesn't right. even know what's going on under her own hood, let yeah. alone her car. So, yeah. Alrighty. Large corporations scoop up relief money designed for small businesses. Um, mm -hmm. Everything that Justin Trudeau touches turns to poop. I think that that's really all there is to say. I All I have is he's a government for the people, folks. The little guy. He's looking out for you. Yeah. Great. Right, moving on. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's new skincare line has sparked a debate about the oversaturation of celebrity beauty brands weeks after Kylie Jenner was called out for recycling her products. Okay, again, I thought that that was old news that Kylie Jenner recycles her products. Yeah, like, I don't know. But whatever. I want to see celebrities only use the products they try to sell us for like a month yeah, or something. Yeah, they look to hideous. To see how their skin actually looks. And no secret appointments to your dermatologist, no, girl. No, like, just, I want to see. Just the hyaluronic acid serum. Yeah. No, no Botox. I would also like to list um, the names here. This is just the the celebrities who have started their own beauty brands uh -oh. in the last one you or got two an years. Hour? Yeah, so there's um, so Scarlett has been added to the list of A-listers who have opened up their own beauty brands, including Harry Styles. Why? Selena Gomez, Jennifer Lopez, Ariana Grande, Machine Gun Kelly. What? Ellen DeGeneres, Haley Bieber, Jennifer Aniston, Billie Eilish, Addison Rae, and Priyanka Chopra Jones. Couldn't you Jonas, guys do a collab? Jonas. Like just collab? Like, My this, God! Like the the market is oversaturated. It's, and you know what? It feels if it feels like. Um, like to me, it feels like rich people just directly grabbing money out of your wallet and putting yeah. it in their own wallets. Like, maybe I, don't don't do that. I agree, and I think like the real celeb skincare drop would be if they just like paid to drop us off at their dermatologist. Yes, get do a giveaway. Do a giveaway. Give me your dermatologist for like a year. Yeah. Or okay. Forever. Moving okay. on. I think we're um, done. Is that it? Ryan Reynolds says oh, he right. and Blake Lively are deeply and unreservedly sorry for getting married on a plantation. Um, first of all, never apologize to the mob. And also, Blake does a lot to spread um, awareness about human trafficking. So that's modern day slavery, y'all. Yeah. So maybe cut her a little slack. I had a note about this. Uh, she wrote um, on her another Instagram. So apparently, they've already apologized because they got married in like. 20 like a, oh, ages ago yeah whatever it's history it's old, ancient history um so she wrote recently again it was a giant bleeping mistake that can either cause you to shut down or it can reframe things and move you into action it's like Blake are you gonna go back in time 
and no. end slavery earlier? Like, you can't. What do you What are you so sorry about? And like, you, how many people have had events at plantations? Is obviously a, his, a, a like a hideous history. The stain on history. So why yeah. are they still there? Yeah. Like, wh are we allowed to look at them at the buildings and learn about the history, or should we? I get it. Like, don't have a wedding there, but like, the venue should be the one in trouble. Yeah. For like, they took the money. I agree. I agree. And also, like, Stop we just apologizing. all you can do is worry about how you are moving forward. Yeah. Like, we can't really change the past. So all we can do is learn from our mistakes and just try to be better today and tomorrow. I feel like they have a timer on their phone, so it's like every two years apologize yeah. for the wedding to stay relevant again. <laughs> they maybe, should get divorced yeah. and then remarried at a Planned Parenthood. That would. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, that's interesting. All right. Maybe on that note, we're going to end things. Um, <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the next episode of Misunderstood. And right now you can still get 25% off of your Rebel News Plus subscription. We have a promo code. It is misunderstood25. So 25% off. That's not going to last forever. No, it ends We've March heard it, 14th. Does it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's guys. soon. That's like... TikTok. TikTok. So buy your Rebel News Plus subscription. And of course, if you can't afford your subscription right now, that is okay. You can still listen to the free audio on every podcast channel, mm -hmm. which is what I do when I drive home from work. I listen to our show. <laughs> super, really super vain, but it's a good show. She's autosexual, though. So <laughs> I'm okay. autosexual, guys. <laughs> I just love hearing my own voice. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and follow us on social media. Yeah, we're going to put them here, right there in, okay. the, in the box. All right, it's guys. There. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.